You're listening to the Kerry Woodham Mornings Podcast from Newstalk ZB. A new study suggests there's support among New Zealanders for banning alcohol sponsorship at sporting and community events. The Otago University Cancer Society survey of more than 1,400 people finds 58% support a ban and 19% oppose it. 51% agree that the alcohol industry should not be involved in developing alcohol harm policies, while 16% disagree. Study co-author Professor Louise Signals says this is a strong mandate and says the new government can be confident the public will be with them if they introduce Reduce alcohol reforms. And Professor Louise Signal joins me now. Good morning. Good morning. The study measured our awareness of risk factors in cancer, focusing on alcohol and diet. How aware are we of the risks? We, um, it's not top of mind, I think, is um, the concern for the Cancer Society. When we asked people uh, what um, food or drink might cause cancer, um, they only 18% of the public were able to immediately say alcohol. But when, they, um, when we then said, well, so what about alcohol? Uh, they went, oh, well, actually, two-thirds of people did or probably did cause cancer. But so it's still not top of mind, I think, for us in Aotearoa. About 600 people die from alcohol-related cancer deaths every year. Were you surprised mm. by the awareness of the this alcohol cancer link or the lack of I it? Think, I think we have not done a good enough job in, in Aotearoa in uh, informing people about this issue. So I think that's the, the um, source, really, of the Cancer Society's concern here, that uh, if indeed the public don't know enough about those, uh, those connections, then they are not going to temper their drinking as a result. Some work to do, yeah. Yeah, some absolutely some work to do. So, how does banning the sponsorship at a sporting event or a um, a, a large community event? How's that going to help us become more educated when it comes to those risks? So, there's uh, three things that are important in terms of um, reducing alcohol consumption. One is to stop marketing it or reduce marketing. So that's what the ban of alcohol sponsorship in sport is about. Uh, one is to get the amount of alcohol in the community. Uh, out of the community or at, you know, not be able to purchase it late into the evening, for, for, for example. And the last one is around the price. And I think the public is pretty supportive of uh, uh, policies in all of those arenas from the results of the survey. I was just talking to a gentleman who was in the industry and he said, look, we pay about $300,000 a year in for, the, um, for a levy um, mm. and we also pay the excise tax. And he says none of that excise tax goes towards health you know and, and he made the point you know I'd be you know I'd, I'd be more relaxed about paying that excise tax on alcohol if it, we knew it was actually going towards uh, you know uh, harm prevention and treatment would you like to see that happen now I would and the public would too yeah interesting isn't it uh, when it comes to alcohol advertising do you believe it causes young people to start drinking earlier or binge drink there's clear evidence that's the case to, that it causes young people to start drinking earlier and to drink more harmfully the more they are exposed to alcohol marketing. And we know from the, some previous work that I've done that children have pictures of, um, you know, they have two ads in their bedroom along with their Hurricanes you know, team who Tui has been sponsoring. Uh, right up above their bed in their bedroom. So it's right into the corners of our children's lives. So we do need to find ways to stop making it so normal and so acceptable that um, 
this is what you do and maybe often for young people do to considerable excess mm. uh, as part of um, growing up and being a citizen of Aotearoa. Alcohol causes about $8 billion worth of harm to this nation. Do you think that as a country we're ready to change our relationship with alcohol? Um, I think there's work to do, uh, but I think it would be very important to have government leadership on this issue. Uh, we know, for example, when we moved to smoke-free pubs and bars, um, which you know in my lifetime would be unconscionable, uh, and when they first, um, when before the bill went through, forty uh, percent of the public supported smoke-free pubs and bars, and we know afterwards, when in about six months, eighty percent of the public supported them. Mm. So I think what we would see is we would see um, strong leadership. But what you get here actually is over 50% of the public are supporting some of these reforms. So um, the government can really be pretty confident. And a lot of people are neutral on the subject. They don't mind either way. Yeah, yeah. So if, if so many, so much of the public is sort of getting on board, it, mm. you know, why, why did so many politicians, do you think, vote against Chloe Warbrick's alcohol harm minimalisation bill earlier in the year? Do you think having this information might change their minds? Um, evidence is important, but it's not enough. You mm. have to have political will. And so what else is going on? I mean, we know the alcohol industry is a very powerful player. And globally, they are um, a global corporate. They have basically one thing in mind, and that is to sell alcohol. Uh, and so that they can focus their considerable resources, you know, to doing that. So it becomes more difficult sometimes for governments to um, take the move. And I, I think it's we're out of step now with public opinion and we're out of step with the evidence uh, in Aotearoa on, um, on, on action on alcohol. Uh, we, we know that, that that $8 billion, so $7 billion of it then, is actually um, paid for by taxpayers and small businesses in New Zealand, um, you know, through health costs and lost productivity because people don't turn up to work. So that $7 billion is sort of, if you like, profit from the industry that has been pushed onto, uh, onto everyday New Zealanders um, in what they call externalities, as you know. Um, and so, so while um, the industry are paying money, they're also making huge profits. Uh, and I, I think that we could easily uh, increase the levy, which is one of the tasks the government needs to think about right now. And so, if, again, if the levy was increased, uh, that would be good. Um, but certainly if we could increase the price of, uh, of alcohol tax. And um, Sir Jeffrey Palmer's commission recommended a 50% increase in, in alcohol um, uh, in alcohol tax. So I, I think there's plenty of room to move. And that would give us money. And, you know, it would also save us money. And we know we've got a really struggling health system at the moment if we could reduce the harm that alcohol causes to to all of us. Um, we could save a lot of money in the health sector, which could be used for other other things. Professor Louise Signal, thanks so much for your time this morning. Very much appreciate it. For more from Kerry Woodham Mornings, listen live to News Talk ZB from 9am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.